Hi guys, welcome to another insightful episode of Martech No Beat, a specially curated podcast powered by Netcore Smarttech. Here's where we talk to leading product champions and growth practitioners in marketing technology and gain some really interesting insights through their thoughts and their stories around all things Martech. I'm your host Mayuri and joining me today is a super super special guest Janaki Ramani who leads the marketing strategy at Priya Foods. Janaki has extensive experience in delivering results through digital and conventional marketing strategies and translating organizations business visions into actionable initiatives. A warm welcome Janaki, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Uh, really happy to have you join me in today. Thank you so much Mayuri. Um I enjoy actually uh, you know talking to uh, you. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks for the invite. Surely, surely. uh just to set the context for our listeners you know it would be great if you could you know shed light on your journey and how it's been for you in the entire digital marketing space yeah well uh, honestly this is something uh, not uh, a planned career uh, journey as i would say mm-hmm. uh, my entry into marketing is accidental so uh, i was actually uh preparing the civils and uh, when i exhausted all my attempts i was looking for a um, career option that's when uh, one of my um, you know family friend and also um, you know basically he's from iim lucknow uh, so he introduced me to marketing uh, way back was um, digital marketing maybe a very few uh, handful people were uh, practicing uh, digital marketing as a profession then Yeah so I got the opportunity to get into this and then I liked and I really enjoyed uh, being a digital marketing uh, professional all through my career so uh, though I accidentally I think uh, it's one of the best thing that happened to me I would say that's great that's yeah. great thank you thanks for that introduction janki and now you know quickly getting on uh, addressing the elephant in the room the pandemic you know its effect on brands worldwide um you know uh, i i went through a research uh, through e marketer that said okay. you know that they forecast a continued growth in d2c brands by more than 24% this year in the us market uh, now do you also foresee a similar trajectory for growth uh, in the indian d2c brands and you know what are some of the challenges that you see in actually boosting customer engagement and driving loyalty in these tough times um I'm actually quite optimistic uh, of the continued growth in the D2C ma- uh, brands in Indian context too. Well, uh, instead of challenges, let us talk about a few opportunities first, Mayuri. Sure. Um according to a report by Global Web Index uh, in April, uh, we had 45% of global consumers are devoting more time to social media and about 10% are create and uploading videos and such right of course i agree that was i think uh, the peak time of the pandemic but still uh, uh, the the trend is continuing so creating and nurturing online communities using video platforms and ugc could actually boost consumer engagement and loyalty that's one of the clearly visible trend that's uh, come out of this whole thing right okay and uh, the second thing is uh, uh we also have seen that transparency is becoming a more uh, a key element in the messaging strategy in the corporate uh, world 
absolutely okay. it, it might sound theoretical but uh, maybe a small instance like you know uh, maybe informing the customers that our production capacities are running low we are sorry for any product availability uh, issue you might face simple but they are straight um, addressing the uh, consumer honestly okay i'm sure such kind of uh, uh, things uh, are coming out very well and then uh, there are several instances in the media also where uh, brands are respected and appreciated for their uh, honesty and transparency so transparency should become a key element in messaging strategy um, henceforward it is also a proven uh, uh, you know a tactic or a strategy which is proving um, you know uh, as a straight connect with the uh, consumer genuinely right and uh, of course as we all know transparency breeds uh, trust among the consumers yes we also observe that trust has become a key element in this pandemic yes. so people uh, are consuming or uh, trying to buy only those trusted products or brands which they knew from long time they have seen huge uh, uh, um, you know traction in terms of uh, uh, revenues as well as engagement be it the personal hygiene segment or fmcg or any other thing Right. people have always preferred to pick up the one they know uh, they know is the best thing and they have been using for long time so in such a scenario i think transparency is uh, is the key the key element to keep them hooked and then uh, gain the trust uh, you know uh, in the consumer mindset so that's how like you know to play long endings i would say brands should be willing to be open and honest with the consumers Absolutely. these are the two two observations have made in the pandemic positive on the positive side but uh, now coming to the challenges yeah we all agree that this pandemic had actually accelerated the digital adoption rates all over the world yes okay a large cohort of new consumers uh, tasted the convenience of e-commerce for the first time uh, in urban areas as well as uh, rural areas also now uh, in a way this has become the main challenge for brands uh, you know especially the legacy brands mm-hmm. um you know, this rising set of expectations you know uh, from the consumer point of view to meet these expectations you know set by the e-com aggregators the global aggregators that are playing that that are ruling the e-commerce in india they have actually set uh, they raised the bar i would say okay uh, yeah. be it the last mile delivery uh, integration between online and offline or even creating of uh, new direct consumer options you know direct to consumer options all these are to, uh, going to be new uh, priorities now for the d2c brands right and of course uh, closely um, uh, aligned with this thinking is the decision to invest in new technology and infrastructure absolutely is going to be again a major challenge for the brands what type of uh, infrastructure uh, should they gear up to or what type of technologies they should invest okay all this i think for some of the brands all this has been happening maybe in the last two years uh, you know when all this um, big players have started aggressively um, you know uh, pushing the ecom uh, in india True. Uh, d2c already had actually started this exercise but uh, as i said the entire uh, pandemic uh, actually has uh, accelerated the whole thing 
So then decisions have to be now, you know, it has to, they have to move into the action mode. Very so true. considering the uh, right technology, right platform, all these are going to be uh, the new challenges for D2C brands, uh, as I say now. Very true. Some some very interesting insights. In fact, the whole, uh, you know, point on uh, trust and transparency is such a refreshing point of view, Janki, because you barely hear, you know, such insights uh, from, from, you know, even the market leaders out there. Uh, but like you correctly said, you know, if we have to look at the upside of things, um, for sure, the pandemic has created that opportunity to accelerate, like you said, right? So a lot of B2C brands completely shifting their focus to the online presence. Uh, so in context to that, just wanted to, uh, you know, get your perspective on how you see brands aligning to this new normal in terms of consumer demand and also this rapidly changing consumer behavior now. Yeah, yeah um, certainly this pandemic, uh, um, as I said, you know, they have, it has forced people to come out of the boardrooms and take action. Yes. Wherever there are no discussions happen, they started talking digital now. It's become more or less imperative. Yes. Okay. However, uh, um, brands, especially the legacy brands, have a few inherent challenges, Mayuri. Um, some of them could be like, um, again, uh, the last mile delivery, yeah. a lack of understanding about the end consumer or over-reliance on traditional distribution networks or even the resistance to experimentation and change from the organization culture, culture perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have become uh, almost uh, uh, like, you know, uh, serious challenges in the, uh, in the roadmap of uh, digitization of any uh, brand. Mm-hmm. Because uh, last mile delivery, if you see, um, is not a joke. Yes. Uh, we we all know that you know it's players out there who are actually um, the number one, number two kind of players. They are basically logistic companies. Absolutely. They are experts in supply chain. Yes. So to at least match to that level of service levels to uh, gain trust uh, at that level. I think um, brands should really invest in uh, uh, new technologies and then yeah. collaborate with new startups who are actually trying to fill up that gap. I know a startup where uh, uh, this, this team is helping out uh, mm-hmm. to reach the end consumer. Uh, like, you know, for example, they have small uh, uh, setup mm-hmm. uh, uh, near every apartment complex. Okay. So all these uh, uh, e-com players, they drop their uh, consignments there. And okay. then from there, they pick up and uh, deliver to consumer. I said, wow, this yeah. is something. Uh, we didn't even know that there is, there is a huge gap over there. So interesting. <laughs> yeah. So there are uh, certainly micro players but the way they are filling up the gap uh, is amazing. So I think brands have to really leverage such kind of, uh, at least they don't have to build or uh, right. you know, develop uh, from scratch. You know, the collaboration uh, will help them to catch up with the things uh, uh, with minimum effort and, uh, you know, in the uh, with the least resistance. Absolutely. But unfortunately, the main challenge, as I see in um, legacy brands, is the structure of the organization, mm-hmm. where uh, there's a lot of uh, resistance 
to experimentation and change uh, just yeah. so uh, it will take time uh, maybe uh, you know maybe it has to come from it's not a uh, uh, you know it has to come from top management yeah so when it becomes really imperative i think people have to open up and then think in a very progressive way so and and also i think the most important challenge again is the understanding of the end consumer yes yes lot of lot of b2c brands in india are typical fmcg brands which are uh, in, in in the uh, traditional uh, uh, distribution uh, landscape right you know they don't know who is purchasing the product they don't know who is uh, the uh, the persona of the end consumer right so it, it all ends with the distributor right there's a huge gap between the secondary and primary market so that has to be addressed so to align with the consumer demand and behavior brand should primarily focus on the expansion of distribution networks mm-hmm. not in the traditional way but virtual distribution there is lot happening in this startup space where there are amazing startups who are working in this area also right. virtual distribution systems so i think it's it's time now for the brands to um actually uh, talk to these people and then uh, use those apps or uh, uh, systems where uh, the uh, you know it's not like in the uh, traditionally you go or uh, you you, know, you ask somebody and somebody reaches out to you for a right. uh, distribution uh, channel and all i think it has to be a very swift uh, way virtual distribution where you you don't pay anything with minimal effort with minimal kpis you start working yeah. with the brand so that's how it has to be and um, yeah um as i said we also have to have established the um, systems uh, uh, to understand the end consumer the yes. customer journey and absolutely understand the aspirations what makes them happy what are their uh, what are the jobs they are trying to do uh, so understanding all these will uh, put the brands in a better perspective absolutely Yeah. absolutely that makes a lot of sense zanki and uh, you know uh, talking about that and you know trying to align to what the new user behavior is you know going to be in these times um, mm-hmm. also observing some changes in behavioral trends uh, amongst the users that you interact with and do you think some of these changes in the way they shop and the way they interact mm-hmm. with brand uh, will mm-hmm. even proceed the pandemic in and completely change the way that users shop online uh, just wanted your views on that um i mean um, maybe not completely change the way the uh, user shop right but a couple of behavioral ch- uh, trends uh, um, can be observed during the pandemic days mm-hmm. like uh, the consumers uh, being brand neutral okay mm-hmm. brand neutrality has become a key factor in the uh, the core uh, isn't it at the peak of the pandemic right and uh, the readiness to experiment with new brands has also seen mm-hmm. uh, vividly across uh, categories okay and uh, the, the, of course there was uh, uh, no change in the in the quantities they purchased like you know no change in pack sizes uh, preferences and all right but um, 
you know even the panic buying uh, in in uh, categories like pure spices and masalas have yeah. come down they have uh, normalized yes. actually yeah uh, but in general we saw more sales in the um, we are still seeing actually more sales in the health supplements quick foods yes. and snacks yes. made from good for health uh, uh, kind of ingredients and all yes okay whatever you put that organic cells Sure, I mean, sure, I'm sure. not trying to, you know, it's generally uh, whatever you're trying to make uh, uh, organically or yes. uh, sell something in a pure form is more yeah. preferred these days. Yeah. Um, and uh, people, are, people are also, um, that they're, they're trying and exploring new brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe because one factor uh, could be the non-availability of uh, uh, certain uh, branded, uh, uh, you know, uh, items in, in the pandemic. Even now, right. we are not able to, um, you know, readily pick up from the shelves some of the things we are used to. Yes, true. Maybe yeah. that is also forcing us to experiment with new brands, new uh, new products. And then, hello? Yes. Uh, and... And my, this this might actually continue, Mayuri. I think yeah. uh, this trend will continue. Uh, the brand neutrality and then uh, willingness to uh, connect with new brands will continue. So whoever is a- able to address that availability factor yeah, yeah. Will, win, will win the uh, uh, race. True. And uh, one more trend interesting from the B2B perspective is like um, retail brands... Uh, have actually pumped in lot good money mm-hmm. in, into the white labeling uh, aspect. Right. So I, I have seen a couple of brands quickly, uh, uh, quickly working out on the uh, groceries, at least in the grocery segment. Yeah. They they scaled up very quickly. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are seeing lot of white labeling uh, in the modern trade. Actually, the retail brands, yeah. they have come up with huge uh, 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 stock of uh, their own uh, uh, brands. Right, right, right. Yeah. So these are some of the, I think there won't be any drastic difference in the way people will uh, shop. Yeah. But they are more or less, they're evolving, I would say. Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank, thanks to this uh, convenience factor and also loyalty programs uh, that are run by a lot of hyper-local platforms. Yes. Uh, it is very hard uh, for anyone to go back to normal uh, behavior. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And also the fact that all of us have suddenly become uh, very, very proactive about our health. So, you know, I, yeah, I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure you would have observed patterns and you know, that's why probably the point of, you know, health and organic yeah, products. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. Even uh, we are consumers in a way, uh, yes. uh, Mayuri. Yeah. So uh, whatever we are seeing uh, earlier, maybe uh, uh, I, I saw only two or three brands in the category honey. Yes. Um, but now I see more than 12, 13 brands, <laughs> if you don't believe. True. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Choice is something, sometimes difficult, actually. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, you mentioned about, you know, once you enter into a loyalty program and you get that experience from a brand, it's very difficult to go back to, you know, normal purchasing. So, uh, you know, uh, 
all of us today in an age where ai and ml seems to be you know everybody's backbone uh, mm-hmm. we'll agree that you know uh, personalizing a user's experience when they are online and you know aligning with their expectations becomes really mm-hmm. important to drive loyalty yeah. um, how do you see you know the whole ml ai piece playing out and recommendation engines playing out to drive you know stickiness and revenue um you know for such brands in the long term very interesting actually um, i'm a huge fan of netflix for one reason <laughs> yeah. the the recommendation uh, engine that runs behind absolutely yeah, yeah so i love that part when you when you open netflix yeah um, it says for you for you yes. and it gives the percentage match than any in person 96% wow there is something that is really you know it's so curious and exciting absolutely and yeah. interestingly uh, 99% of the time mm-hmm. it is correct yeah yeah so i don't have to really put my brain and uh, you know pick up the uh, yes. movie i want to watch or a show i want to watch it's already there on the top it is giving me it's recommending so mm-hmm. i think uh, my effort is reduced uh, and i'm i'm more relaxed so yeah. um i think uh, recommendation engines can really create uh, such exciting experiences to customers mm-hmm. or the consumers in fmc fmcg mm-hmm. also uh, okay. i'll i'll give you an instance where mm-hmm. um, you know uh, if you open any of the grocery app today mm-hmm. big players uh, grocery app yeah um just type tur dal you will get at least 15 to 17 varieties of tur dal true true yeah so for a family of four or five uh, who is trying to make an online purchase grocery purchase for the whole month it will not take less than 40 minutes to complete the list <laughs> <laughs> so true so, yeah it is so annoying sometimes yeah and uh, uh, there's hardly any difference between brand uh, i mean uh, uh, product a and product b yes uh, either in terms of quality or perceived quality or the price okay yes. so i think this is where the recommendation engine uh, will play a good role mm-hmm. okay so when i log into my account on such a uh, app or a branded website marketplace mm-hmm. my time is saved when i get product recommendations based on my earlier purchase right right very simple yeah every time it is the same list you know uh, yeah. maybe for the past 20 years we have been using the same list yes same you know our needs remain the uh, same right yeah so you know why should i spend so much time when it says uh, okay now two or three Yes. Pass. That's it. Yes. Okay. After that, okay. Do you want tuck 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 three? Yeah. These are the new ones. Do you want to try? That's it. Yeah. It will not take more than five to seven minutes to repeat my list. Yes. And then check out. So this this entire thing can happen only with this kind of uh, algorithm based uh, recommendation engine. Yes. So uh, I I think that is. that that should be the way uh, the marketplaces uh, should work to retain customers yes. now the uh, hyper local um, eco space has actually become very hot 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think with the, the entrance entrance of uh, Geo, it's yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's it's going to be a real real war place yes yes so in this kind of scenario uh, the hyperlocal or the um, even the grocery apps whatever we have currently they should put an effort to retain the customer yes. they have a huge loyal base i agree yeah but uh, providing such exciting or uh, convenient features to the customers will make them come back to the platform in a very uh, 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 the frequency will increase yes. and also in a very loyal way people will um, purchase repeat and then uh, that's how the revenues also will uh, will grow absolutely absolutely so uh, my thoughts on a and ml are surely uh, like you know i don't i can't say that they they are the future or something but yeah they might actually make uh, our again the lives of a consumer uh, more easy true uh, with with applications we are already seeing applications in retail fashion eyewear and uh, maybe the, uh, we also should be seeing uh, uh, something similar in the footwear and jewelry space also yes so the ai i think will certainly uh go a long way mm-hmm. in uh, in the retail space um where you know that that it actually will uh, address that touch and feel factor yes yes so this uh, this pandemic actually is an opportunity for uh, brands to experiment such a thing uh, you know at least in the um, areas like a uh, high touch uh, you know areas like you know um i wear footwear right. yeah. jewelry where we prefer to uh, try mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. okay so probably more and more brands should uh, adopt this technology maybe in a small way to test and then uh, scale it up uh, you know uh, that's how i think this is this uh, this is an opportunity and good time for anybody to experiment such a thing yeah totally makes and, sense and i think anyway any technology that simplifies the journey the time and effort involved um involved of the customer or the, of the consumer mm-hmm. to decide to decide will drive the keenness and revenue absolutely totally so, totally agree yeah yeah so that that should be the uh, business objective how can yeah. the technology how can the the, the technology this xyz how can it reduce the time how can it reduce the effort of thinking effort of making choice mm-hmm. of the end consumer and then go to that uh, you know drive him to that uh, decision point right right so whatever whatever technology if it is able to do that i think that that that, that is the, that is it yes Yes. and I, it's not a straight hit like you say okay this will work this will work yeah maybe maybe we have to experiment uh, in a very incremental way and then decide probably that that's how it should be yes probably uh, fail fast learn fast should be the motto then absolutely that's yeah. uh, that should be uh, you know uh, the agenda for even the biggest of the big brands yes yes yeah. great great uh, so many interesting insights janki uh, 
it's bringing me to my last question uh you know we've heard so much about uh, you know your thoughts and views in the whole uh, the way user behavior probably is adapting and how organizations should as well uh but you know you've spent more than a decade now your interesting journey in the digital marketing space uh, what is it about this field you know that still keeps you going keeps you curious you know gets you excited every single day to go out there and accomplish something new well uh uh i like this job um because it's about us yes. it's about uh, you me it's all about humans mm-hmm. out there it's not about uh, a inanimate thing like coding or a, <laughs> a piece of code or whatever i mean i don't like to be but my opinion is like uh, i'm always working for somebody who is who thinks like me who acts like me mm-hmm. and uh, it's interesting we are not same every day we, we yeah. keep evolving so that evolving that the perspective you know that actually interests me a lot we are not uh, we are not what we are 10 years back we are not what we are 2 years back yeah so it's always changing rapidly changing human behavior uh, you know thinking and uh, yeah. the technologies and everything that are um, uh, adapted to such kind of rapid thing i think that really excites me simply put uh, you know uh, his aspirations behavior yes what what impacts him in a good way bad way yeah uh, everything is about another person like me yeah uh, more or less maybe not exactly but more or less so and i also heard a lot of time people say that uh, saying that you know i possess a, a curiosity of a cat <laughs> i'm a, a naturally a curious person yeah so that also actually adds uh, to this element yeah okay what it was yesterday what it could be tomorrow mm-hmm. really interests me and i uh, would always love to explore the way things you know connect with this human yeah okay why we do what we do what makes us do all this um, connections and this yeah. really interest and every day i go um, you know matlab every job we take every assignment yeah. we work is unique challenge it drives us to think about uh, what was in the past what we can do predict you know what we could do in the future how the person the end consumer will um react all yeah. this really excites me mayuri wow wow uh, that's that's a really wonderful way to you know uh, uh, bring an end to this podcast janki uh, it's been a really truly inf- insightful session you know all your insights you. your stories your experiences it's been a great so much for me as well uh i'm sure our listeners would be looking forward to more such tips and tricks from you in the near future <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for uh, making me part of this exciting journey uh, with the uh, netcore series sure and uh, you uh, you two have been uh, kind enough to bear with me <laughs> my post four months and all this so thank you so much your generous yeah. janki no no thank you so much on behalf of netcore behalf of all our listeners again a heartfelt thank you for you uh, to you for sharing your thoughts uh, we wish you and your entire team and all our listeners a very very safe healthy and a strong 2020 thank you so much janki again take care thank you thank you mayuri